So what's your name and what's your game? Uh, I'm Hannah Hogwood and I'm working on a game called Char- Charlotte Seeker. Uh, what genre is that game? It is a uh, twin stick bullet heck. It's a little bit of bullet hell, a little bit of shmup, a little bit of twin stick, uh, and a lot of dying. Uh, have you always called it a twin stick or have you ever called it dual stick? No, I think we've always called it a twin stick. It started out, I mean, I think like every game, it's gone through a lot of different iterations, right? Um, and we eventually ended up on bullet heck as like the main genre, which I've never heard anybody else use, but it's kind of like a slightly nicer bullet hell. Oh, so it's not just to like avoid the religious bad press? <laughs> no, it's not about that. It is a nice benefit, I suppose, though. Um, so, have you played a lot of like bullet heck games and twin stick shooters? Uh, honestly, not really that much. Uh, it, we it didn't start out that way. It started out a few years ago as like a Binding of Isaac clone because we were playing that a lot at the time, and then um, oh, I forget the name of the game. Um, Resogun came out. That's what it was. And uh, basically the game is just uh, slowly whatever we're playing a lot as we're making it, and it just more and more Resogun started working its way into the game as we were playing Resogun more. And so it just ended up as this weird twin-stick bullet hell that's in a 3D environment. Like, it's not like uh, Geometry Wars or anything where you're just on, like, a plane. Like, it's there's, like, actual, like topography and like elements of the world that you're dealing with and that type of stuff you're either interacting with avoiding or shooting i guess yeah basically um so you mentioned resogun which is that the music based no it was the like it came out it was not quite launched but like right at the beginning of the ps4 it was the um oh yeah resogun yeah yeah, yeah. the voxel i don't know if it was actually voxels but something like voxels um Side. It was the the shmup that was wrapped around the cylinder. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like no, I remember that now. At the end of the level, everything would explode. And I know the game I'm thinking about is Retrograde, gotcha. which is like a rhythm-based mm-hmm. bullet hell game um, that they were playing with like Rock Band controllers because it was oh. like the late 2000s, yeah. and that's just what you were doing, I guess. That's super interesting. Um, yep. The developer of that actually had like a wardrobe thing. Um, where he'd always wear, like, a construction hat. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you think about game developers having, like, wardrobe-specific auras to them? I mean, I think that's a good idea. I think we should make a move towards that, like, as an industry. Uh, so if you had to pick an article of clothing to associate with your game development brand, what would it be? Should I walked myself into that, didn't I? Mine's a cardigan. I'm kind of... Okay. Cardigan K to a lot of people. Cardigan K. It's a little basic, don't you think? For, I mean, Cardigans? Versus a hard hat. Oh, well, I mean, I, my hair doesn't really um, allow for a lot of, like, headgear. Okay, like, if I wear cool. headphones or a helmet, yeah. it shows. That's, yeah. Mine, is, mine doesn't either. It's not because of my hair. I just have an enormous skull. It's uh, really big. Yeah, I haven't had a lot of luck with hats. How's your life of buying hats? It's I don't. They just don't because they don't. They don't fit, which is disappointing because I mean, in theory, I like hats. You like having a blocked glare and a warmer yeah, head. Warmth and like there's a lot of you know nice things that come with hats. Fashion. Uh, so how many? You could also use it as like a bowl. Yeah. If you need to have like an impromptu secret Santa. Exactly. Right. 
Uh, so what's your team composed of? Uh, it's two programmer, designers, a uh, sound designer, and an artist. Um, and which of those people are you? Uh, program design and business and website and press and... So how'd you get together as a team? Uh, two of us met in, or three of us actually met in college, and uh, that's where we started working on the project. And then, um, I don't know, things just kind of like got out of control. We ended up getting like some, I don't know, we like, we ended up getting some meetings with the right people and somehow ended up with dev hardware and like, we just decided to go for it and we found our artists online and... Yeah. And this is your like first games since being in school. Yeah, this is yeah, we started at our last year of school, which was 3 years ago. Uh, so you work in a shared uh, indie space, correct? Yeah. What's that like? It's interesting. It's um I mean, I work so I actually work from home, but I live with the other two with the sound designer and the uh, the other developer on the team. And it's interesting, uh, you know, because it's hard to get away. Like, you you know, they live down the hall from me. Yeah. Uh, you can't really run away from your responsibilities that way. Uh, and then on the weekends, I go up to the, um, the Indies Workshop and work up there on the, the weekends, which is great. Oh, what's, like, some of the best parts of working at the Indie Workshop? I mean, it's just, it's... I think it's the other, it's, I mean, it is, it is, at its core, it's the other people, right? It's not, like, working in a warehouse is kind of fun, I'm not going to lie, like, it's kind of cool, but, uh, Yeah, it's a real cool space. Yeah, it just, it's just neat, it's fun to be in, but it's really nice, I find it really motivating to just be around other people working, like, even if I just, even if I just show up on a Saturday and just, like, throw my earbuds in and I'm just, like, head down coding, not even socializing at all, it's just really motivating to actually be around other people that are also working instead of just, like, holed up in my room in my underwear, like, you know, just doing my thing. So, is is there been a lot of, like, um, collaboration or, like, emergency help that's happened there that you've seen or yeah. been a part of? Or? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's collaboration happens kind of like over time like i've like you watch people i would not like every week but i mean all the time i watch people like get hooked up and be like oh i've got this cool thing and i'm looking for someone to do blah 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 and oh it turns out there's someone who in the room who's really good at that and um i mean i'm working on like another side project that i just started on and i'm going to work with an artist that i met up at the space and i mean on the weekend it's just great because you go up and there's 20 people and we're all just sitting at a bunch of folding tables and I can take my headphones off and be like, hey, Chad, like I'm having trouble like getting this thing to work. And then three or four people get up from the other room and crowd around my computer and we figure out how to solve my problem. That's awesome. Do you have any, like, is it useful? Like, could you always wait to see if somebody updates Unity to see if there's any problems? Like, do you like abuse it in that way? And you're like, I'm just going to wait a day let somebody else tell me what broke. No, I don't think I've seen anything quite like that yet. Wait, are you that person that always updates um, too soon? I might be the schmuck that updates Unity too soon, yeah. That might be me. Um, so, like, where are you in development? Like, everybody loves committing to dates. How, how oh, much yeah. longer? Well, um, <laughs> we're hoping... <laughs> um, so, uh, me and my partner on the game, Dan, uh, decided to make a suicide pact uh, that if we didn't finish the game by the end of the year, that we were just going to kill ourselves. And what year is it? Uh, 2016, and it is uh, the beginning of September. 
because uh, we've been working on the game for a very, very long time, and uh, we're greenlit, and our goal is to have the game out on Steam by the end of 2016. What's one thing you would change about, would have changed about your greenlight campaign were you to do it again via time travel, like it never happened, and then yeah. you came back? And- so funny story about the greenlight campaign, actually, is uh, we launched it on the same day that we launched our Kickstarter, which ended up failing because we went in completely unprepared, um, and I don't want to say like arrogant, like we were kind of like, oh, we're not asking for that much money and our game's pretty neat, it'll be fine. And we really just had no idea what we were doing. And I think overall it's a good thing actually that our Kickstarter failed. I feel like we learned a lot. I feel like it helped us uh, be a lot more humble. Um, but the same day the Kickstarter launched, we launched the green light in an attempt to draw traffic to the Kickstarter page. And then we were, you know, a little depressed after the Kickstarter failed and kind of for a few months, not a few months, but for a little while where the project was a little bit on the back burner and uh, we never touched the green light again, basically after the Kickstarter. And then about 11 months after that, I woke up with an email in my inbox one morning that our game had been greenlit. So you just set it up like a old dating profile that's like never oh, going to yeah. be touched again and it's just like up there yeah. and then you just pass green light no community interaction nope no updates none whatsoever so I guess your advice would be do green light as early as possible and then just leave it I mean I don't know if that would be my advice I think my advice would be yeah go ahead and put the green light up I think we're the example of like how to I, I don't want to say what not to do, but like, don't just hope that you trip into your problems. That you like that you don't ho- don't hope that you just stumble into your solutions. Um, I don't know. You know, probably some community interaction would have been good. Probably some new content whatsoever on the green line page. But you got out of Greenlight, so I mean, you we, did. You 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 passed the intersection of development. That's true. I mean, we did get Greenlight, Greenlit for some reason. I mean, it's still. I get. I don't know. Well, thanks for being on the question bus. Is there anything else you want to promote? Um. No, not really. So you don't have like any social medias or yeah, anything? I do. No, no, no. Uh, I'm art is dumb on uh, Twitter. Was that a first choice? Uh, no, originally uh, it was uh, JRPG King, which actually was a joke because I don't like JRPGs. Uh, and what I found that it was uh, it was just too snarky, and everybody thought I really liked JRPGs and asked me about them a lot, which was really really uncomfortable when I had someone enthusiastically ask me what my favorite Final Fantasy game was, and I had to tell them that I in fact hate all of them. Um, so I decided to kind of move away from like the veil of sarcasm hiding my true emotions and go straight to like data and absurdism so i went to art is dumb